Welcome everyone, you are tuning in to Engaging Walk. My name is Drake. And my name is Ruby. We believe in the power of walking together and talking together. It's a simple act to stay connected and movement is key. This week we will discuss understanding your partner's calling and how you can see them for who they truly are. And how you and your significant author can take this time to make the connections. Okay, yeah, so this time we did our Engaging Walk over in the uh, Mission Valley Trails. Yes. It's in San Diego, it's like central northwest. Uh, sorry, northeast. And it's yeah, a, east. yeah, and it's a really beautiful area. We took our dog Boba for a walk there, or for a hike. It was like a three-mile hike. Mm-hmm. It was pretty hot. Yeah. Um, but you know, we made it. Yep. We got home, and we we kind of crashed. Yeah, she collapsed after that. <laughs> but she did a good job. That's her first hike ever. So she did a good job. Um, so we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We got some new listeners, um, so I think from Wisconsin, uh, London, Florida. Late London, I, London? London, yeah, London, England. Sweet. UK. Got Yoo-hoo. some Brits in the house, don't we the tea and whatnot. And then we got some new listeners over, I think it was Florida and I think other parts of California. So welcome to the podcast. Um also got some listeners from when I post the uh, the RSS feed over to YouTube. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we love you guys. We super happy to have you guys on uh, listening with us and mm-hmm. um, gaining new perspectives on healthy relationships, healthy marriages, and and what it takes to put in that work. Yeah. So uh, Ruby, you want to kick us off and let us and let the listeners know what we're going to be talking about today. Sure. So we discuss about, you know, understanding your partner's calling and see them truly at who they are. So there's um it's very powerful to understand your partner's calling. Um so before understanding your partner's calling, I think it's the the important things that like do I know my calling, you know? Is um is better to I don't want to say it's better, but like it's good to know my calling before, you know, somebody else help me to see it. Um, so as for me, I think, um, I, for me, it's a journey to recognize it. And, um, maybe later you can share your story. So, um, I just focus on, you know, study and until like I read, I read a, uh, I read a book called, um, the purpose driven life by Rick, uh, Warren. And, um, is um the very last page of the uh, of the book is that like do you know your your calling your purpose called uh, your 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 purpose that driven your life so um at the, that uh, age I think I was sophomore in the college and and I studied business administration and um so I halfway there but then I asked a question um and I prayed to God and say okay so um since you are my creator you you create me. So, um, instead of I trying to fight it out, yeah, I can do it or it's going to take a long time and, <laughs> you know, all For of, sure. so, um, as I, you know, thought about that question and throughout the period of six months, um, I slowly aware that, Hey, I love working with children. I, I find it so rewarding and I love teaching. 
which is very odd if you know me because um, that is two things that I was I still remember today like I sat in that uh, first grade and I told myself like I hate to be a teacher and it's so boring and I don't like children so to for me to say like hey I think I want to be a teacher to teach kindergarten or elementary that 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 was a miracle so, yeah for sure <laughs> so anyway so I knew that that is not for me and um, something has changed when I asked that question um, and yeah so um, from that moment I have to make like I've, I I just make my shift my life into become an educator to teach children what about you um, Jake yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to like it could take you a long time to to figure out what you're supposed to do. Like uh-huh. even if you're kind of like aware of your your calling early, you know, it can take um years and years and years for it to manifest. And I guess that's like sort of my case where I I knew I think I knew when I was very young, probably probably around like the the age of 8 or 9 that I wanted to play music because I well, back then, my my cousin had a um, a DJ set, and and in my neighborhood, mostly, you know, people listen to like rap, hip hop, and R and B. So, you know, people playing musical instruments like guitar, bass, guitar, drums, like that wasn't really like a thing. I didn't really know anybody that did that. Mm-hmm. But my cousin had a DJ set, and then I asked my mom. I was like, "Hey, mom, can I get a DJ set?" And she was like, "No." And I was like, "Okay, well." I guess I'm not getting a DJ set. But mm-hmm. I try to learn from him. I try to like like work on his set as much as I could. Mm-hmm. But I think it was probably like a year later when I noticed that like I really kind of liked, you know, rock music, which wasn't really that typical in my neighborhood like I was saying. So it took me a little while to come to terms with that to acknowledge within myself like, "Hey, yeah, that this is music that I actually like." Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then saw Jimi Hendrix play guitar on the TV and then I was like, Hey mom, I didn't know that like, you know, black people play the guitar, you know? And she was like, yeah, they do. Like, <laughs> like what a weird thing to say. Like, of course they do. And I was like, well, I never seen it. I only seen like, you know, hip hop and things like that. And she was like, no, that's, that's not how the real world works. Like if you want a guitar, I can get you a guitar. And she was like way more open to that. You know, a little background. My mom is she's Greek, and like there's a you know the bazooki is a is an instrument that is a uh, guitar like. So mm-hmm. she was like, yeah, you can totally get a guitar. So that was that was like sort of like where it took off. So I've been playing ever since. So that's you know a little over like 25 years ago or like about that. And um, but it took a long time for that to manifest into like a career. Mm-hmm. And. Um, but yeah, so I've had other, have had to do other things to sustain myself, uh-huh. but that has always been my calling is to play music and to do that, which is what I love. But you know, it can be pretty difficult to make that a um a, a like a living wage, a living career doing That's doing true. that art. So, um, but yeah, definitely knowing that, like, hey, like, let's say if your spouse is an avid rock climber and they love rock climbing Mm -hmm. and they love going out on trips with their friends and you're not a rock climber you know you you have zero athletic ability Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that like you and your spouse or like you and your significant other can't maintain a healthy relationship that's true because 
you know, Ruby doesn't play music. Like um, she, she plays a uh, keyboard, <laughs> but she doesn't play in bands and things like that. No, like she no, just kind of does level. it on her own. Yeah. Which is great, which is healthy. But, you know, she's not like, hey, you know, since we don't really do that together, that's not something that I really want you to do. And actually, I did ask you the questions like, hey, is it important to you that, you, you know, like your wife or your spouse, you know, do that with you? Do you find it like important as a connection? And you said, no, I, I didn't expect that. So, you know, asking that question is also clear out the expectation. Yeah, I think connection in terms of like like love mm-hmm. and marriage goes beyond just what what your calling is and what you do it's a it's a soul connection mm-hmm. it's a it's a love connection and expecting somebody to have the same exact interests and the same exact calling that you have is i believe not realistic yeah you can so, work in different fields uh-huh. you can have different things that you do um that is your calling and then you can actually kind of just have a different perspective from another person and talk to them about it. Like they're not going to know like every little piece of jargon of what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. or maybe they will after a certain number of years of you like telling them like, Hey, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. Mm -hmm. But Ruby and I routinely talk about what's been going on in my music. And although she's not a musician, like to the degree that like she's playing in bands and, you know, making albums and things like that. Mm-hmm. She still has her inputs, which are, which are extremely valuable. Yeah. And I think, you know, like I sharing or like intentional getting to know your partner's calling. And, um, that makes a big difference because, um, yeah, like I don't have very, um, deep background about music, but I can, I can tell like, okay, this is sounds good. This, this doesn't sound good and you know and also like for drake he i mean like you 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 work with students before so you have a little bit background of teaching um but then you know he can share a little bit input here and there also you know helping me in terms of my you know daily class and so i think um be intentional you know goes a long way and um and just knowing that my my partner wants to know my calling that's that's so you know rewarding and um so yeah that so i i think for the, that question like do i have to have the same calling with my par- with my spouse or my partner i don't think that necessary because um it's great to do things together but is is still you know powerful and 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 encouraging and you know to to do different direction like even now like i focus on education and i focus with the ch- working with children and that's what we do at church too like he yeah. he plays guitar and drums uh, in, in in the team but i'm not there <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even close i will like sing and dance in the you know audience or you know with the crowd, but I will be busy running. Yeah, Ruby um, brings a lot of fire every month, every Sunday. <laughs> for you know, for for the children. So, um, do I miss not him not being there? 
No, I'm busy. <laughs> I am fire. I'm like I'm so passionate. You know, teaching, sharing. You know, that's fuel me. And mm-hmm. then what fuel him is to to serve God with you know instruments. So, um, and and um, so when should I get to know? What's what is our, our next question? Is when should I get to know my partner's calling? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think. Um First, I wanted to just talk a little bit about that uh, that last idea because oh. it's really important that you celebrate your partner's calling, mm-hmm. that you give them the respect and the space to to go about it the way that that they that they f- see themselves. You give your input, like, "Hey, you know, I think that this was great. I think that you work on that." But ultimately, what you really need to provide is support. Yeah. Support, For sure. love, understanding, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 a conversation about like how your partner is progressing in like what they're and what their calling is and understanding mm-hmm. it, knowing, you know, knowing more about it if you don't know too much about that topic. Yeah. But ultimately providing them that support um, and understanding that like, hey, this is what they love to do with their life. And I love them. And that's what. I'm here to do. I'm here to give them, you know, my support, whatever they need yeah. to make their dreams come true and to make sure that they're that they're living a fulfilled life, fulfilled mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And not like bypassing them or steering them off their path. You always give that like input, like, hey, I think that this worked well, that didn't work well. But ultimately you have to let them make their decisions uh-huh. and let them decide like what's good like to pursue their dreams. Yeah. You know, because these might be dreams that they've had since they were like two, five, three years old. You never know. Mm-hmm. Like long before you were ever in the picture. Yeah. And then also like Ruby was talking about, like this might be like their, hopefully this is like their path that that was like, God was like, hey, I need you to do something for me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you don't want to interfere with that, you know, but um, so you. Ideally, you'd want to know about like what your partner's calling is as, as soon mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. You know, you could probably get a good glimpse of like, hey, this person works in finance. You know, they love they don't but they don't really love their job. They love <laughs> uh, backgammon or whatever it is that they're that they love to do. Yeah. You know, those two things might not uh, sync up. Mm-hmm. In Ruby's case, they totally sync up. That's what she's passionate about. Yeah. And that's what she does, which is which is wonderful. That was a blessing, yes. But not all blessing. the times that's going to be the case. Mm-hmm. So you get to know your partner and be like, hey, okay, I understand. That's where you work. But is that where your heart is? Is mm-hmm. that where you've been called to, to do? Mm-hmm. They, they might say, no, this, you know, what I really love to do is, you know, chess, play chess. Uh-huh. You know, whatever it might be. And um, I think once you get to know the person long enough, and you can encourage them. I think that's probably the best way that you could really connect with your partner is like, hey, I know that you're working in finance and I know that you've got this great career, but, you know, you've really loved chess and let's make that more of your thing. I'd love to go support you and go do tournaments. I'd love to go support you. And, you know, maybe you do a YouTube channel where you talk about your love for chess, you know, something mm-hmm. like that and or do a chess podcast. And I remember that, um, you know, um, the very beginning of our recent relationship, I like I think Drake told me 
because I took him to the church and like, hey, um, just want to let you know my community. And um, he's, he, <laughs> he just straight up told me right after that. It's like, hey, Ruby, if you were looking for a preacher, I'm not. I am not. And, and I'm glad that he was very clear about, you know, his calling and, you know, his and he, comfort, he comfortable and confident about, you know, his passion because it's make it easier for me to like, okay, accept that, understand that and discover that with him. Um, to be honest, um, I, I want to have someone like, you know, preacher because I don't know. Um, I think, I, I mean, like, I think because I, I'm a teacher, so I, I like someone, you know, to debate, you know, back and forth. Um, but then, you know, I was like, oh yeah, if, if he, I mean, like I'm, I'm passionate if someone know what they want in their life. It's, it's so powerful, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's definitely more powerful when you know exactly like who, like who you are, who you're called to be and what your strengths are. And, um, you know, even within that, you might find new things about that strength. So, mm-hmm. for example, you know, for me with music, I learned just in the last few years that like not only is my calling towards music, but my call, my lo- my calling is towards like leadership in music that for the longest time I was kind of always like the second wing person or like the, like the person that kind of like did the supporting role. Um, and then those bands kind of fell apart. But ever since like I've been kind of like leading the bands and taking control and being like, hey, this is what we're going to do. Um, things have been a lot more productive and a lot more things get accomplished. Uh, music gets done, published, all that kind of stuff. And that's a great feeling, not just for me, but for the other people that are surrounding by uh, that, are, that are working with me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, you know what? This guy, he's calling the shots, but things get done. Yeah. You know, the music's done. Like the music's published. We have shows. We have this. We have that. Yeah. And um, that is like a new level of calling that I think um, comes to play oh, oh, once you of the accept calling. it. Yeah. So, for example, like even being a teacher, like your calling doesn't stop there. That's, no. you know, like you're there's always levels to it. So mm-hmm. like being within that, like you could be an educator of educators. You can be so many different things within that field. Yeah. And, um, so it's good to, you know, um, know your partner's calling as soon as possible, because then you can, you know, ask yourself, like, do I see myself like that in the picture? Because that's the same questions I have to ask myself. Do I see myself as supporting uh, Drake's, you know, calling and dreams? And I say, yeah. And, and one thing that, you know, stood out for me all, you know, from Drake is that, you know, when I share my, my, my passion and my, um, calling for my life, he was like, Ruby, whatever you want to do, I support you. And for me, I was like, no, you're supposed to like, tell me what to do. <laughs> like, oh, not tell me what to do, but like, you know, give me more feedback. And I just, I said, no, no, no. I want to support you. And I love that because now looking back, like he gave me back being powerful. Like you, Ruby, you get to be powerful and I'm right here along your, you know, your journey and support you. And I think that is powerful, you know, to have a partner like that. 
instead of want to change it every direction. So I, I do, you know. So let's let's jump into the next one, like the importance of seeing your partner's calling. Why yeah. is it so important? Well, it's important because some of the things that we touched on is um, the lack. Like, so for example, if you're not seeing your partner's calling, or if you see them in a way that they are not, then mm-hmm. there's going to be conflict. Without a doubt, there's going to be conflict. Yeah, for sure. It might take a year. It might take a couple of weeks, a year, a decade. But that conflict is going to pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in a lot of cases, um, uh, I'm not going to say some, I'm not going to say names, but this used to be the case back when, you know, the previous generation. That I know a lot of people from that era were like, "Hey, I wanted to go to college, but my husband or my 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 dad wouldn't let me, or I wanted to do this with my life, but I didn't get to do that because of X, Y, and Z." You know, mm-hmm. sometimes circumstances happen, but sometimes it happens because people in our lives are like, we don't want you to do that. We want you to do, the, do this instead. Yeah. And this can happen, I think, a lot in um, Asian in Asian, <laughs> and, Asian um, families. And in Eastern European uh, uh, cultures where they're like, yeah, you want to be a painter? That's cool. You're not going to do that. You're going to do you're this gonna be a doctor. You're going to be a banker. <laughs> like I have a cousin that owns a bank and you're going to work for him. You know, so there's yeah. there's plenty of that. And I think just ultimately it leads to regret. It leads to a life of, of wish I could have, should have, would have. Um, but that's, you know, for like my example, I have a um, a career in the military, you know, but. I'm very upfront with that. That's not what I, that's not my calling. That's not my passion, but that is how I sustain myself, my family. And there's nothing to be ashamed about with that. And actually I'm glad that I did do that route to provide myself um, and my family more security mm-hmm. um, and more opportunities down the road. So there's and always also that. work on my, you know, on, on my end because I, I'm passionate about military. <laughs> <laughs> Every uh, time I want, you know, I enter the base, like, yeah. Or every time I see, I see, you know, blue angels in the sky, I'm like, so powerful, you know, the sounds of freedom. Yeah. But, and yeah. that's not to say that I'm totally disconnected. It's just, it's not, it doesn't get me. Like, uh, I think a, a person told, told me this, the, this is probably the best way for me to think about it, at least, is if you didn't have to work, what would you do? Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you had the money, if you had everything that you needed, you didn't have to work, what would you be doing with your life? Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, it'd be playing music. I'd get as much music gear as I could, lock myself in a room, and and do all sorts of fun stuff with like the different instruments mm-hmm. if I didn't have to worry about anything else. Um, yeah. So I think seeing the important, you know, that is really important to see the import, uh, the, your partner's calling is that's a part, that's a chunk of their life that they had before you became came to the picture uh-huh. and you know they might have gone like down a different path but you can always bring them back and be like hey and they're gonna they're gonna love you for that like oh yeah this me being able to pursue my dreams was because my my wife saw how passionate i was about uh-huh. for example fixing cars and she was like hey i know you're working you know, at the New York Stock Exchange, but 
fixing cars is what you love to do. Maybe you want to do that on the side and then turn that into your thing eventually when you find it a way to do that that is as profitable as, you know, working at the stock market. Mm -hmm. And I think another uh, important of seeing your partner's calling is that um, like when I'm down, um, when I'm not that confident or I'm not when I'm unclear about my direction in my career, um, having a partner knowing my calling and my strength in that calling, um, it will confirm or remind me, you know, where I supposed to head to. For example, um, I, you know, struggling with the test and I failed it, which has just happened recently. And it's really like, bummed me and call it the California teachers test yeah so um and I try my best I I I did and but then you know like I was like whatever I don't want to go through that any hoops but then Drake said like hey you know what I support you I whatever that you decide but you know I it's it's worth it because you're almost there and he he remind me the dreams you know, the passion, the things that I have shared with him. And he called me back to that standard. I'm like, hey, this is who you are. This is, um, I believe in you and you can do it. But hey, you, decisions is still, you know, in your hands and you get to choose, um, you know, to be powerful. So I think um, it's not easy, you know, to, to be in that spot. But I think yeah. like um, having someone to support you and to call you back to the th- to the dreams that you, you know, have, it is so rewarding. It is so good. Um, you know, and then, so it, again, it, you don't have to have the same dreams. You don't have to have the same, uh, target, but I mean, it's good to have it, but then it, you don't. And so, um, as I observed, uh, Drake progressively to, to grow within his career, to grow within his passion, is you know I can I can tell him like hey I I aware that you grow in this and you you done a great job in you know um, maneuver in these challenging but hey you 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 walk through it you didn't you know shy away from it but you face it yeah and and hearing that from your partner is is very strengthen the relationship and trust and you know um, it just you know that you have, um, you know, someone's have your back and, and, and they, they are to cheer you on. So I think that's powerful as a couple to have that. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, going back to that situation, I, you know, we had like good news, good news with Ruby's test and then, I'm, and then bad news. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> and it was like literally like the last one, the last of her tests. And it was like the margin of, of like her not passing was so small. But what I reminded her, what I immediately thought of was all the times that I come home and she's studying, going to sleep and she's studying, <laughs> uh, asleep. falling asleep literally <laughs> on her iPad and she's studying and she's studying, <laughs> you know, and then we got her like a new like what man, this guy, he's really, really good. This guy is super, ta- like super knowledgeable and he goes through like the California test and we call him what man because he talks with like that, that Texas like. He says like cool whip, you know, like that kind of thing. Anyway, she's <laughs> learning so much from from him and watching his videos and going over the tests and all that. Or like going over like what 
what they what she expects to be on the test. And I just told her, I was like, hey, look, babe, I'm proud of you. You did, you studied so much and you worked really hard. And this outcome of you not passing, it, it's, it's irrelevant. You, you, you really worked hard on it and I'm proud of you. And you should be proud of yourself because you really did work hard. And yeah, and I thought to myself, like, I, I want to see her succeed. I want to see her pass. Even if she doesn't do anything with the license, I still want her to have that sense of accomplishment. Like, it's done. I, I, I went out and sought something and finished it. And, But at the end of the day, no one can force her to, to go, through, go through with that if she, her heart's not, not in it anymore. And I'd understand if it wasn't because it's, it's a lot of effort. Um, but you know, it's like I told her, like either way I support what she wants to do. And, mm-hmm. um, and I, and I shared with her my failure that was pretty similar with the, the law school admissions test where, <laughs> yeah, remember you know, that. <laughs> where I, I studied like the whole summer. Like I was like, you know, it just hit me. I was like, maybe I should go to law school. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. I, I would have such a great career as a, as a lawyer. And it was like the summer that I was going in between like graduating. I think I graduated in the fall. So yeah, it was like the summer going into the fall where, where I was going to graduate. And, um, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, uh, st- to study for this test. And I studied and studied and studied. And then I got like a very, very low score. And luckily, like not many people in my family were like eager to know about it. So, so I was able to just like kind of just put the test off to the side and then but I, never, I decided to never redo it again. <laughs> but, um, I mean, at least you try. Yeah. But I studied, I know I was like, I studied really, really hard for that, mm-hmm. but I didn't do so well. And it is what it is. Sometimes it happens like that. Yeah. So I think for me just to have to look into that, like, Hey, this is another opportunity for me to know, the knowledge deeper so mm-hmm. you know so it's okay yeah um but well, yeah. going to this week's assignment sure so um for this week of assignment discover with your spouse or your partner or your girlfriend boyfriend um about the this calling and um and then how do you look at their calling you know, how do you see a different angle of this strength yeah, so for example, like you might see like your partner as like, hey, you're going to be an amazing politician. And then your partner's like, what? I never even considered that. <laughs> you know, something like that. Like you tell them like, hey, this is what I see in you. And then you tell your, your significant other like, hey, this is what I think my calling is. And see if there's any um, discrepancy, if there's any, or, or if they're aligned. Especially like to, to just get to know like what they are passionate about, like what make them come alive, you know, and then um, and how you can support the person uh, along the way. Okay, well, so with that, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We hope that you can take our engaging walk and make it your own. Mm-hmm. So s- stay tuned for next week episode and when we will discuss about the power of intimacy. Don't forget to click the follow button if you're watching on or if you're listening on Spotify. Um, subscribe if you're listening on YouTube or anywhere else. Um, give us a like. 
And um, with that, this is Drake. And this is Ruby. With Engaging Walk. And we are signing out. Bye.